Welcome to another episode of the Student Television Network podcast, Say Your Name and Spell It. STN is an international nonprofit educational association. STN supports excellence in scholastic broadcast journalism, creative video, and filmmaking for middle and high school students and teachers. The STN podcast presents relevant information for members and anyone interested in joining the organization. And now, here's your host, Kevin Matsunaga. Aloha mai kakou to the STN podcast, Say Your Name and Spell It, for October of 2019. This is Kevin Matsunaga, your host, and I want to thank you so much for joining us wherever you may be. In this month's episode, we're going to be talking about some reminders for the STN challenge that's happening in October. We'll also be covering the STN collaborative documentary and speaking with our president, Jackie Romy. And then we're also going to be looking at or taking a deeper dive into the lesson plans that we have available for you on our STN website. And we're going to be talking with our board of director and education committee chair, Shonda Tindall, who's going to be sharing with us some important information about how you can use the STN lessons to prepare for the challenge. Finally, we'll answer some questions that were posed to the office regarding the STN challenge. So let's dive into the first topic of this month, some reminders about the STN challenge. So first of all, the deadline for registering is coming up on October 17th. You have to pre-register to enter this contest. You will not be able to register after the 17th. So if you have any plans on participating, please sign up before the 17th. Registration takes place in your dashboard on the STN website and credit cards only are accepted and it is a $20 fee per contest entry. The contest will run between October 18th, a Friday, and October 23rd, a Wednesday, with the deadline being at 5 p.m. Pacific time. On Friday of the 18th, our prompts are going to be released on social media as well as sent out via the listserv. And teams will have six days to complete their video based on their contest that they have entered. Some other things to think about is to check the informational sheet that's posted to our website under the challenge. It contains a list of all the rules and things that you should follow to help you make sure that the contest is a success for you and your students. If you are entering the music video contest, you are not allowed to shorten or alter the song in any way. You need to keep the song as is and use the entire song in your video. All footage needs to be shot inside of the contest window no footage can be shot prior to the contest. If you're using still photos, those are going to be okay if they are used as part of the backstory. The challenge is limited to four students per team. And as I mentioned earlier, team members have to be set up and chosen at the time of registration. There's only one team per contest per school. Uploading is done via your STN dashboard. And teachers, please be the ones to upload your entry. Do not give your login info to your students. That should be done just by you. And those are the reminders for the challenge. We want to wish you all the best of luck. It is a fantastic contest. It is a fantastic experience for your students. And we hope that everyone gets a lot out of it. And remember, it's not always about the winning, right? The winning is awesome. It's like that icing on the cake. But what really is the best part about this contest is the experience of working together, stressing out with each other, solving some problems, communicating with each other, and having a great time. So best of luck to all of you that are entering the challenge this year. All right, moving on. We're going to be talking next about the STN Collaborative Documentary. 
And we're going to bring on Jackie Romy, our current president of STN, to help us out. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you. Excited to be here. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to be talking today about the STN documentary. But before we get into that, what I like to do with all of our guests is to ask you first how you got started with STN. And I know you're one of those teachers that have been with STN from pretty much the beginning. And we would love to hear how you got started with STN. Okay. Well, I first learned about STN at a JEA convention in 1999. I met Dave Davis, and he was talking about a having a, a teacher camp called Camp STN. And I went to that very first camp in 2000. So from there, I've just been involved ever since. I love STN. That's awesome. So back in, in 2000 was the very first camp that you were able to go to. And I think, I believe Dave is still doing that up to this day, right? He is. He is. It has a new name. Uh, but. But it's basically the same camp he's been doing every year since then. Yeah, Dave is amazing. And I remember going to that first convention back in 2004 and getting to meet them. And uh, it's so awesome to see how STN has grown over the years. But definitely, Dave was the one that had that vision from the very beginning. And it's just awesome to see him still going at it after all these years. I know. I know. I think he does a great job with his camps and supporting STN all these years. And now you're back as our president for STN and you had the STN documentary. And so we wanted to talk today about that. We're going to give you as much information as we can to uh, about the STN documentary. So tell us a little bit about the history of this. How did this start? Well, we, I think this is our fifth or sixth year to do it. We decided that we wanted to have something, some sort of project where schools could collaborate in some way. The very first documentary was titled The New Safe, and it had to do with how do we keep our schools safe. And so that was our first documentary. Some of those stories ended up being on PBS NewsHour. Oh, that's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. There was one out of Hawaii where they talked about designing, it was Maui High School, and they designed a new campus for the safety of kids. So, Mr. Gima, I so think, was, was our, his, his is a school that kind of did that for our, at Maui High School. I, I remember that. Yes. So anyway, from, from there, we just every year come up with a topic. And I really love doing this project because I'm no longer teaching, so I don't have a lot of connection with kids. And I love the collaborative part of it because I meet with the kids on Google Hangout. I get to know the kids and then we meet each other at the convention. So it's just a really neat, it's just a wonderful project, I think. Yeah, it's great to see different schools come together and putting their own spin on a topic and then having that Mm -hmm. part of one collaborative documentary. I think that's pretty awesome. And so for this one this year, we're going to get that started very soon. Uh, Probably about the middle of of October, we're going to be posting some information on our social media and our website about how to get started. All right. So this year's topic is the power of social media, the good, the bad and the ugly. And what we're looking for are stories that show uh, not only the positives, but the negatives of how people are using social social media in their lives and communities. And this could include, you know, the use of bots or breaking news stories, effects on journalism, uh, of course, bullying, influencers, fake news, disaster relief support. You know, there's a whole list of, of topics that could be included in this, both the positive and negative aspects of social media. And Jack, if you could just talk to us about the process, how does a school get started if they want to be part of this documentary? 
Well, I think the first thing they have to do is look at the topic and brainstorm. What what could we do on this? Because there's just, it's pretty broad topic. Yes. And so they're going to have to figure out what do they want to focus on? Do they want to focus on social media that if they're like a journalism program, do they want to talk about social media and how journalists are using social media to to get their stories out, et cetera? Or do they want to focus on how social media is a problem in their school? Or do they want to talk about the influencers and, you know, you've got all these YouTube people who are making these YouTube videos and they're trying to influence people. So you've got a a wide variety of things that the kids could talk about. So the process is going to have to be, what are we going to do? Correct. We're looking for a variety of stories. We don't want six stories on bullying, for example. We want different kinds of stories. So as you're thinking about it, Try to be unique and come up with a, an idea that maybe another school isn't coming up with. Let's not forget about the target audience. We're looking for topics that are relevant to students that are in STN in that age. So a range from maybe 12 to 18 year olds. And I think it would yep. be also maybe a good idea if there's, you know, if there's something that hits home with that school, if they can have a personal connection, that also helps with getting a topic. Yeah. And you also need to have characters. So if you're doing a story, you've got to find somebody who is your character exactly, and who's going to be able to carry your story. And we also want to make sure that it's also appropriate for that age level as well. You know, we have middle schools in STN, students that are as young as 11 and 12 years old. And uh, we also can't forget about our international audience as well. Right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what schools will have to do once they get signed on for it. There's going to be one student producer that will fill out an application, make their pitch, and then submit that by a deadline. And then you guys will then go through all the applications, kind of see if anybody, maybe a story needs to be vetted out a little bit more. Is that right? Will Mm -hmm. you guys go and talk to schools? We will. Okay. And then once that selection process is made, let's talk next about some of the timelines involved in this documentary? Well, the first deadline, once you apply, will be November 1st. The applications are due. And then after that, we'll name the teams within a week or two. I have a deadline of November 15th for that. But soon after that, then we'll have a Google Hangout and meet each other and talk about your pitches. And maybe some of those pitches will be changing or looking at and going, well, what about this? (laughs) What do you think about this? And students on the team also get to have input and suggestions. And that really helps too. That's part of the collaborative process. And then after that, you have scripts due in December and then a rough cut due before Christmas. And then the final project is due February 1st. So in that process, each week, we will have a Google Hangout. It could be only 15 or 20 minutes long just to kind of reach in and talk about how's your progress, what's happening. Oh, I'm having problems finding somebody for this interview. And we talk about problems and how to solve those. So process is pretty involved. But in my experience, the kids seem to really enjoy the process and step up. And it's a great process and yeah. project. 
And I think, you know, at the beginning, at, at, if you just look at it on paper, it kind of seems a little daunting to have a meeting every week. But, you know, like you said, it'll be short and it's more just to kind of check in, kind of let everybody know how everyone is doing. Also to share any problems that are going on so that maybe the team or the group collaboratively can, you know, work out some of those problems or suggest other alternatives. So it's just a way of just to kind of just check in and help each other out, which is, you know, what this whole collaborative documentary is all about. Right. And they seem to really love it because they get to know each other. And then when it comes time for the convention, they've got a friend from across the country exactly. that, they, that they can hang out with. So there's just all kinds of good things that come from this project, too. I love any, any kind of project that brings kids together. I think that's just so worthwhile to do. And so there are some things that STN is going to provide for these student producers. And let's talk about that next. So it looks like each student producer from each school will be given free registration to the convention. Of course, they're going to have to make all the other arrangements themselves, but the registration fees will will be taken care of, right? Yes. And then if a student is not able to make it to convention, STN will send them some sort of a thank you gift later on down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, it's something that goes to the program. And then it looks like there's also going to be at the convention, you'll, of course, be screening the movie for the first time. And then uh, we're going to be asking the student producers to also be part of a panel discussion just to kind of share how the whole process went. Yeah. And that's really good, too, because they get to shine and, you know, this is their project. It's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's a huge responsibility. It's like when everyone comes together, works hard on this, it's awesome that we can, you know, share it at STN and have something that shows that these schools know how to work together on a topic. Yeah, I think it's a great project. I always tell the kids when we have the premiere, remember how it feels. Remember how this feels because, you know, it's it's a source of pride and that you have completed this project and you've worked so hard on it and it all comes together. It's like, wow, I did this. Anything else that you want to share about the documentary before we, we get out of here, Jackie? Oh, I just hope that we get so many applications that we're having to go, ooh, which ones <laughs> will we choose? Yeah, that would that'd be an awesome problem to have, right? It would be. It would be. All right. So that's the STN documentary for this school year. Again, the topic is going to be about the power of social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you are interested in participating, look for the information that's going to be shared shortly on our STN website, as well as our social media accounts. We want to thank you, Jackie, so much for spending the time today on our podcast, and we wish you all the best. Good luck. And I'd love to hear how it went after this whole documentary process is over. Oh, yeah. I would love to share that. That sounds great. Thank you, Jackie. All right. Thank you. All right. Our next guest to the podcast is one of our STN board of directors. This is Shonda Tindall, and she is a former advanced video production teacher for the Mesquite Independent School District in the Dallas, Texas area. Go Cowboys. And she has moved into a new position in a local nearby college teaching in the Department of Communication Design. So welcome, Shonda. Thanks for having me. We are happy to have you here to talk to us about some of our lesson plans that we have on the STN website. Before we get into the whole thing about our lesson plans, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started with STN? Yes. So I got involved with STN probably in 2004, I think, is the first convention that I went to. It was in California. And I had only been teaching broadcasting. I was a yearbook newspaper, J1 
photojournalism teacher. I basically taught everything and then went into a school district that they wanted to add broadcasting. And so I had taught it for a couple of years and then realized I needed some help. And I did a little research and came across SPN. And I paid my own way to go to the first convention. That's how desperate I was for, mm-hmm. like, to get more resources, you know, to get more help um, that I didn't have in the subject matter. And I tried other things, and it just wasn't working. And to find STN that was solely committed to broadcasting at that time, and now we've expanded, as everybody knows, but it was such a godsend to me. And so just four years later, after going to Dave Davis's camp, and teaching a little bit more, I decided I want to be more involved in this organization. I was that passionate about it and had been to a couple more conventions. And so they put out, you know, a request for anybody interested in the board. And so I signed up and applied and here I am now. I've been on here since 2008, I think. <laughs> I think it's 2008. <laughs> so I had a little hiatus in there for a year or two, but now I'm back and the education side, uh, developing our lesson plans and curriculum and standards has really been a passion project for me while I've been on the board. Yeah, you know, we might have even seen each other at that first convention. That was the very first convention that I attended, and I actually was a little brave. We took a, a couple of students, and it was just one of the best things that ever happened to me. And so we are in very similar trajectories, if I can say that correctly. Um, <laughs> you know, I also signed up for the board. I was on it for a couple of years and then stepped off and came back on it again. So can you just tell us a little bit about what our affiliates can see up on our STN website in terms of lesson plans? Yes, I'd be happy to. So I'm so excited that we're doing this on the podcast because I think last year was kind of a test year for us. It's kind of like the pilot program for our lesson plans. And so currently they are on our website under resources. And so if you go there, you'll see that there is a list And it's, like I said, it was kind of a pilot year for us. We tried to do two to three a month as much as we could. You know, all of us teachers are really busy. And so these are teacher-created lesson plans. Some of them, as we all know, we borrow from other things and evolve our lesson plans as we need to. And so that's kind of what we did as a board. Everybody pitched in a couple of lesson plans on different topics. And we've slowly been putting those into a template and If you look at the lesson plans, you'll notice they're connected to our standards, but they're also tailored to both CTE and they will work in other classrooms that are non-CTE broadcasting or film classes. A lot of times those might fall under fine arts or under English. So we try to make sure that we're not just specific to one subject matter. And we've also tried to put as much as we can those lesson plans in an order so that every one of them are similar. So they have pre-production goals, they have production goals, and then post-production goals. And also, we always try to include a rubric with it, because we get so many people on our listserv who are asking about, do you have a rubric for this, for a feature story, or do you have a rubric for a music video? And so what we've tried to do is establish rubrics that are based on our own rubrics that our judges use when it comes to our contest. Nice. So the same elements that our judges are looking at for our contest, we've tried to incorporate those into our rubric. And plus, we've added additional things that maybe teachers can look for too as they're, as they're reviewing projects. But all of that 
is really to help those kids develop those skills they need both in the industry, but also help them along when it's time for contests. So, you know, that's, I think, something that's really important to us as we develop them is that we wanted to make sure that they were formatted in a way that teachers could easily use them and evolve them to what their classroom situation is because everybody's different. You may yes. be on a block schedule. You may only be on a, a 50 minute a day schedule. So we tried to make them, I don't want to say generic because I don't want it to make it yeah. sound like they're basic. <laughs> you know, they're not basic, no, but they not. are kind of, they're open to where you can interpret them for your classroom setting. If it's a small classroom, you have a larger group of kids. And then based on your school schedule or how many days a week you meet. So we chose to do the hourly. You'll notice at the top of the lesson, it says total lesson time. That's just suggested. doesn't mean you have to stick to it. But we chose to go with hours because it could fit any classroom, whether you're, like I said, on the block schedule or you're on a shorter period day. Yeah, and I think that's a good point to make because, you know, I think for a lot of teachers out there, when we're looking at other lesson plans that we find, either that might be shared from a colleague or maybe someone passes something down to you or you find something like this on the website, you know, a lot of times we're kind of protective of what we do, right? We kind of like to do things our way, but then there might be a really great idea that you catch from, you know, another lesson and then you'll just kind of pull that in or maybe we need a rubric, you know, maybe our rubric is a little yeah. weak and we're trying to get a stronger one. And we, hey, this is could be a great source for a rubric. So we'll pull these things in that can help just make our own lesson stronger. And so I think we just try to pull things that, that make the most sense to us. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's one of the best parts about SPN too, is that the collaborative side of our organization, teachers are always willing to help other teachers. And so, and that's one thing I do want to mention too, is that what we're doing this year, we're wanting to expand our lesson plan so that we're offering more, but we, we definitely could use help with content. So we only have a few people that are pitching in lesson plans versus our whole organization submitting lesson plans for us to publish. I would definitely vote for our teachers to submit lesson plans because we all have so many different ideas and so many different ways of doing things and just great ideas that are out there that maybe our more established schools who've been with SPN for years could submit some lesson plans that could be of help to our newer schools. If you haven't heard, I spoke to Nancy not too long ago, and she had told us that our the growth of new schools this year has been significant, nice. um, uh, significantly more than previous years. And so we have a lot of new schools who are going to need help and a lot of new teachers. So I would definitely want to tell our listeners right now in our schools that if you're a teacher out there and you're listening and you have some lesson plans that you want to submit, I highly encourage you to do that. Um, you will be credited for uh, submitting the lesson plan that will go on the bottom of the lesson plan along with your email if you choose to, to give us that. I understand, you know, some people may not want to do that, but the reason we would like to do that is so that if some of our new teachers have questions on how you use this in your classroom, they know the person to contact who can answer those questions about the lesson plan. So definitely, Kevin, you can tell them where to submit those to so they can get those to our education committee and we will reformat them into our template so it will have the look of everything else but we will definitely credit them yeah i think for right now we'll use the podcast email at podcast at studenttelevision.com 
Uh, if you have a lesson plan out there, you have a question about it, please send it to that email and then we can we can connect you with the right people or, you know, if I can answer it, I'll do that. But we would love to get those submissions. I, I really believe that we are stronger as an organization when we're all out there, you know, pitching in, trying to help each other out. And it's how I got started with video production. I was, you know, taking over a, a position in a brand new school. Uh, when the principal hired me, she said, I want a live morning TV show. Can you do it? And my answer was yes. <laughs> and then and then when I left the interview, I was like, I better go figure out how to do this. And so I contacted some people and uh, got some help. And, you know, I've never forgotten that. And I always try to remember that when when anyone new comes aboard that needs some help, I'm always willing to help out. And I think, you know, a lot of our affiliates are like that as well. And I think if we can get some great lesson plans shared from our maybe more established programs out there, we would love to, to put them up on the website and, of course, credit you with that submission. So, again, if you would like to help us out, we would love you to send in your lesson plans to podcast at studenttelevision.com. And we will do our best to take that lesson plan, put it, like Shonda said, put it into our STN template, but make sure to give you the proper credit for sending that in. And while we're heading in this direction, Shonda, let's talk a little bit about a couple of the lessons that are up there because, you know, I just realized today that we have some, we have a, a lesson plan in there that has some video attached to it that can help our affiliates. So let's yes. talk a little bit about that next. Okay, yeah. So the lesson plans that you're talking about were submitted by Ken Stone, who is on our board of directors. He is one of our industry board members, but he's also one of our judges. So he works up in the uh, northwest region of the United States, and he submitted some lesson plans that incorporate a lot of kind of that industry lingo that you your kids might need to know. He talks about things in really thorough detail, and he gives you the video to go along with the lesson plan so that as you're teaching it, your kids have those resources or you have those resources to show alongside with the lesson plan. So those, those two packages are called Shooting B-Roll for Sequences and Shooting a Nat Sound Package. Those actually link to a Google Drive that will give you access to those lesson plans. Our other lesson plans that are in there that I want to mention are there's some in there that can help you with our upcoming challenges that are yes. coming this month. And so there's 60 second news story, there's feature story. And I know that there's some that should be posted very soon that includes music video. And so those are some that can be really helpful to some of you new teachers who are listening, or even some of you experienced teachers that are just maybe looking for help, those are going to be really useful to you. So I encourage you to go look at those and then just keep watching because we're trying to roll out. And um, we set a goal of three per month, but I can tell you just personally, like I said, this is a passion project for me. So I try to put together lesson plans when I have time. If I'm sitting at home watching TV, binge watching, whatever it is, um, I will be putting a lesson plan into a template. And my goal is to try to have lesson plans up for all of our challenge topics this year. That way it can help our schools. And, the, and then we also have a goal of having some put up there to help you with practicing for conventions. 
I'm really excited about expanding our lesson plans because I think it's one of the most important things that STN has done in the past couple of years. I know everybody loves our contest and everybody loves convention, but the main reason that STN was formed 20 plus years ago was to help other teachers. And I think our education committee is really focused on bringing that element of STN back to help those teachers and provide new lesson plans and curriculum and and just also new opportunities for our students. Yeah, that's a great point to make. A lot of times we are looked at as, you know, the convention and contest organization, but you just said, you know, education is the heart of what we do. Absolutely. And it's so nice to be able to see these lessons come out. I know we've been talking about them for a while and we want to thank you and and the rest of the committee and our board members for getting the first set of lessons out there. And I love the, the fact that we have some that are ready right now to help us with the challenge that's coming up this month and that you're looking ahead to convention because that'll be the next thing. You know, we'll have you back on as we get closer to the convention and maybe we can highlight some of the lesson plans that are out there that will help all of our affiliates prep for the convention. But we need your help. Yes. All of our listeners, yes. we need you guys to help us out, send in some lesson plans and don't be afraid to share. I know sometimes we can be very guarded about things that we create. We don't want to put things out there, even if it's to maybe a a rival school or uh, (laughs) might be using it or they might know your secrets, but it still comes down to students performing in the end. And good instruction is good instruction. And so it's okay to share stuff. It's okay to give other people some of your work because it's just in the end, it just makes all of us better. And I think that's what we're all here for. And this is awesome. Yes, and the contests were built to be opportunities to put our kids in those real-world, industry-driven situations. And so it's not so much about the getting the award or, you know, having that program that wins every year. It's about your kids having that opportunity to put those skills to the test and see where they finish because those are the skills they're going to need when they go out into the industry and become the future of the industry. So the fundamental element of the contest is not to win the award. It's for our kids to have those opportunities to put those skills out there and see how well they do. So it's all a learning experience for them. Absolutely. So, And just one more thing, you brought up convention and me coming back on for lesson plans. Hopefully we can talk about our new teacher track we're going to be having at the convention this year. Yes, we're going to be having sessions that are specifically for teachers. It's going to be different than what we've had in the past years. Would have in our booklet it might say teachers only or it's a teacher session, but mm-hmm. we're actually going to have a track. We and are. this track will allow you to have get um, earn more professional development hours. And it's going to be teachers teaching teachers. So some of our lesson plans may be put to work where we can do those sessions so that teachers can learn hands-on how to help implement those things. Along with other things, we get so many questions on the listserv. So we're taking all of those things into account. Like recently, they're talking about sports broadcasting. We're talking about an inventory system. So we're taking all of those things into account. And we want some of those teachers out there who contribute to our listserv and, and have excellent ideas on these things to maybe even come and do a session in person at the convention yes. to help our teachers even more. So be be on the listen and look out for our teacher track uh, submissions that will be 
asking for. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I think that's going to be a really great uh, addition to our STN convention. We have these awesome breakout sessions, but I love the idea of targeting a track specifically for teachers, talking about teacher issues that they might be having to help them with, like you said, inventory or uh, prepping for something. And I, I can't wait for that to happen. So if you are a teacher out there that has a great idea about something and you might be interested, stay on the lookout for that information. We're going to be posting that to the listserv as well as maybe putting that out onto our social media channels. We are going to be looking for some teachers that are willing to kind of share that and we want you a part of that STN convention. So yes. uh, thank you so much, Shonda, for everything. Thanks for the work that you're doing on the education committee and, and helping us get these lesson plans. And it's a team effort. We got all our board members from last year throwing out some lessons, and we got some lessons that are coming up uh, through this year. Is there anything else, any last-minute thing you want to say about about the lessons before we get out of here? No, I, I think the, the main thing right now is just knowing where they're at and putting them to use. So just, again, I said at the beginning, but, they're under the resources tab on the STN website, and we're hoping to make it more of a feature once it grows and expands more, so it might be easier to locate. But for now, it's under resources and lesson plans. And just be looking because more are coming. That's awesome. Yes. So thank you so much again, Shonda. We appreciate the time that you spent today to help us uh, get some insight into the lesson plans. We want to definitely shine a light on this because it is something that has been, there's a lot of work that went into these. And like you said earlier, we're looking for more. If you're willing to help us out, send us an email at podcast at studenttelevision.com. Give us your name, your information. If you're willing to share, you know, a link to maybe your Google Drive or to the lesson itself, send it to us. And we'll be happy to get in touch with you to get that on that list of lessons on our website. Thanks so much, Shonda. We appreciate you on our podcast today. And we look forward to having you on in future episodes. All right. Thank you for having me, Kevin. We're going to end our podcast this month with a few questions that we had posed to the STN offices regarding the STN challenge. One of the first questions we got is, can we enter five students? And the answer is no. The STN challenge is limited to four students max per team. Another question we got is, can we change the students' names after we get the topic? Unfortunately, the answer is no. Each team has to be pre-registered before the contest begins, and you are not allowed to make any changes to any team members once the contest begins. We want you all to commit before knowing what the assignment is. And so we're requiring every team to be pre-registered before the contest begins. Another question we got is, where can we see last year's winners? You can find many of our winners from past STN contests on our STN YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com and search for Student Television Network, and you'll be able to see a lot of different entries from past contests. Where can we see last year's topics? Well, you can see last year's topics on the STN Challenge website page, and that's on our website at studenttelevision.org. Click on the contest link. It'll be a drop-down menu. Go to Challenge. Click on that link, and it will open up the Challenge page. And at the very bottom, you'll be able to click on another link to see all of the topics that we gave out for last year. All right, and that'll do it for the STN Podcast for October of 2019. Thank you so much for joining us this month. And if you have any questions that you'd love for us to answer, please hit us up at podcast at studenttelevision.com. Send us your question either in a written format or record it on your smartphone. Let us know if you'd like to see it more often than once a month or if once a month is enough. We are always happy to hear from you. 
All right. Until next time, we hope that you all have an awesome experience in the challenge. Good luck, and we'll see you in November. Aloha. You've been listening to the Student Television Network podcast. Say your name and spell it. For more information about STN, visit our website at www.studenttelevision.org.